Welcome to the Intuitive Mindset Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and I will be with you every single week discussing all things intuition, mindset, movement, meditation, and so much more to transform your life and up-level your vibration. Welcome to this week's episode of the Intuitive Mindset Movement Podcast. Um, My name is Crystal and I am your host. I am with you every single week. And this week we are talking all about self-love and why self-love is the best love. Now, I will tell you, um, this has not always been the case for me. I have not always been in love with who I am and it always took a toll on my life. So during this episode, we are going to discuss my story, the whole backstory (laughs) and how we got here to this this conclusion of why self-love is the best love. And if you don't know anything about me and my story, well, be prepared. It may cause some triggers, so I just want to warn you. um, If you are struggling with anything from the past or currently, um, it may cause triggers. So I just want to get that out there before I start telling you my story of how we got here. So I am the oldest child out of six of us, (laughs) three sisters and two brothers. I have to think about that every single time I say it. I'm like, I don't know. But um, I'm the oldest. uh, And my sister, who's closest to my age, she's 11 months younger than me. So anyways, we grew up together, her and I, um, for eight years. And during that time, um, there was a lot of um, arguing and fighting within the family. Um, And also a lot of starting of the stories of who you are. And you're told from such a young age about yourself, who you are, and who people think you should be. And so at that young age, it started where it was like, you're not good enough. You're ugly. You're not wanted. You're not worthy. Um, There was also like a lot of money issues and that sort of thing. So that also gets ingrained. And when you're around all of this all of the time, you you start to pick it up as your own story, even if it's not your story. And you don't get to decide who you are because other people are telling you as you're growing up who you are and who you're going to be and that you're not going to mount to anything. So growing up in a household where there was a lot of arguing and fighting and um, a lot of, you know, 
unworthiness and a lot of like a lot of the parents not being able to regulate their emotions and that sort of thing it takes a toll on on the child and it does become part of their their life later uh, whether people realize that or not not only was it in my own household but it was also in my outer world too where like my cousins and my immediate like family um would project the same things onto me and others um so you know i was told by my grandmother my cousins my aunts and uncles and everyone that you know you're not good enough you're ugly, you're not going to amount to anything, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too that, um, and, and not being good enough for pretty much my entire life. I mean, it wasn't just me, it was other people too. It was like, it's, it was the whole dynamic situation. Now, now that I'm older, and looking back at it, I'm realizing that it was all a projection of other people's insecurities, but it was also a mirror of how I was feeling about myself, which is why all of that perpetuated into my existence, my pretty much my entire life up until this point. So with all of that being said, I continued down that path of like not being good enough so I would always consistently beat myself up I would never be happy with who I was looking at in the mirror and um, that continued to show up in my life as I got older and got into high school it really started showing up even more prominently in my reality because I was dressing as a gothic person I um, kid you not, <laughs> and if you haven't seen the photos, you can probably scroll on my Instagram and find them, but um, they're, like, I had the dark hair, the um, the dark makeup, like, um, the really baggy clothes to hide my body because I was so ashamed of showing my body or, like, showing up um, as, you know, whoever I was at that period of time because I was very overweight um, and I was not happy uh, with who I was. And so I dressed and that reflected out uh, into my reality. Not only that, but I failed my first year of high school because I kept that story of not being good enough and not amounting to anything in the back of my mind that point in time I did live with my mom that year and uh, she didn't really care about us doing our homework or doing anything like that and I just I gave up um so I failed my first year of high school and at that point I moved back to my dad's um because he was like this is not happening we are not failing you are going to you know change so when I moved to my dad's Things changed because, you know, we were in a two-parent household at that point, and 
it was a bunch of people living in a house. My dad was like, there's no TV, there's no internet, there's no phone, there's no nothing. You cannot do anything but your homework and go to dance and that's it. <laughs> there was nothing that I was allowed to do um, because they wanted to make sure that I got out of high school and I like did something with my life. And they were like, you're not going to go down this path. So they made the decision for me. Uh, there was a lot of um, a lot of pushback from me because I was like, no, this is who I am. I'm not going to, you know, be anything. I'm not going to do anything. At that point, I met my neighbor, Jennifer. Um, she had been dancing at the dance studio uh, that I worked at and she lived on my road and we both taught there and so we became like really really close close to the point where we were like hanging out almost every single day and we like called each other cousins because we were always around the families and all that kind of stuff and anyways when I met her my perspective kind of changed on loving myself because she was able to help me see what I did not see about myself. We started working out together and she was like, girl, you can wear whatever you want to wear. And she would like give me these cute clothes to wear and like help, you know, to build my confidence and actually see that I am more than what I thought I was. So once I started working out and really getting comfortable with my own self in my own skin, I started to see the changes in my reality and things started to reflect back a different way. My old thoughts continue to perpetuate because I was just like I kept like having that story play back in my head all the all the time so it was like a back and forth of like okay I'm good enough no you're not good enough and kept reliving that story as I continued and I got older and I graduated high school I had transformed the person that I was because I ended up getting straight A's, passing uh, high school and graduating when I was supposed to, and then also moving on into the work world. And that's when I met my best friend, Michelle. Now, her and her sisters, they were always so confident in who they were because they they knew they were like listen I'm cute I know it I'm gonna wear whatever I want to wear and so uh they they always were dressed so cute um and I remember when we decided to go to the beach I was like, I don't have like beach clothes because I was ashamed of my legs for the longest time. Still kind of like unsure up until this point, 
last year was the first year that I really started to wear shorts and I'll be 37 this year. So that just tells you how long it's been a process. So I started to go shopping for this beach trip with the girls. And they were like, Crystal, get the shorts, get these skirts, you know. So we got some clothes for the beach. I got skirts and shorts. And I was brave enough to even wear a skirt walking down the street on the beach. And I remember this incident of these guys driving by in a pickup truck, screaming at the window, uh, something along the lines of, you're a fat whale, you should go home or you should cover up your legs or something along those lines. And they threw like a beer can out the window. I distinctly remember that. And I was like, okay, so this is why I don't wear shorts and show my legs because of things like this, because there are people out here that are going to do this to me. And I don't want to do that. Like I wasn't confident enough to stand in my own and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to let that bother me because I was 18 at the time and still progressing through this unworthy story. So as I got older, after that incident, <laughs> in my 20s, I was like, you know what? I am going to lose weight. I'm going to work out all the time because this is what is going to make things better. It's going to make me confident. It's going to make me feel better about my body. My body is going to look just like the girls in the magazines. I am going to finally be free of hating myself. I mean, little did I know that wasn't the case because here's the thing. You can't hate yourself into loving yourself. You can't hate yourself so much that you do all the things to beat yourself up to then love yourself. So anyways, I went on this journey. I lost collectively 100 pounds. Um, I worked very closely with a trainer and I had a nutritionist and I was like, yes, like I am doing so good because you know, I'm making these changes and my body's looking good. I'm wearing, you know, a certain clothing size. And yes, this is exactly the, the way that I want things to go. Well, you get deeper into it, right? And you see the changes and you're like, this isn't good enough. I need to get more. Uh, this isn't good enough. I need to get more every single time. So, I got down to 135 pounds and I was looking really good, uh, at least I thought. And at that time, I was like, you know what I'm going to do because this is going to take it to the next level and it's just going to make me even better. It's going to make me healthier. It's going to make me, you know, be all the things I want to be. I am going to do bikini competitions because that is going to make me 
100% better. And I'm going to feel better. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know, but bikini competitions, bodybuilding competitions in general, they they don't make you feel better. They actually... um, make you feel worse going through the process because you're so exhausted from having to work out all the time and having to diet all the time and measure all your food and everything like that. It doesn't get better. It doesn't. So that's the thing. It's like you think that it's going to make you better, but it doesn't. So anyways, I went through a bodybuilding competition. Um, I was in the bikini division And I was like, yes, this is great. You know, I went from 135 pounds to 119 pounds. I kept looking in the mirror and I was like, this is not good enough. This is not good enough. And if I could show you the pictures on this, like through the podcast so you could see, um, you would see that I wasn't healthy. I looked like very sickly and I my body fat percentage was, I was down to 9% body fat. I went from 25% body fat to 9% body fat within a matter of 12 to 16 weeks. Um, and I was exhausted. I was in the gym crying when I was working out and just like, trying to figure out why I felt the way I felt and I couldn't figure it out. I lost my period uh, for over a year um, because I got down so tiny and like I was like, oh, but I'm wearing a size double zero now. This is great. No, this is not great. This is not healthy. Losing your period as a female is not healthy because that actually um, shows how unhealthy you are. (laughs) Little did I know, um, no, I just had to go through this whole experience. It was part of my journey to get to where I am today to be able to say that the reason why I did those things is because I hated who I was and I always felt unworthy. I always felt unloved. I always felt like I was never chosen because that was the story that I kept in my head my entire life. And so when you keep those stories built up, it's the only thing that you know. The only way to change that is to change the way you look at yourself and to change the perspective. And that's hard. You have to rewire your brain to believe a totally different thing than what you've believed your whole entire life. And so sometimes people can get there. It takes time because how many years did it take for me to uncover the fact that I actually hated myself and that's why I was doing all of these things, right? I did that for years, almost my entire life. So if it took that long to make that shift, it's going to take a little bit of time to change the mindset, to change uh, every single thing that you already know to be true about yourself. So I will tell you this. I was in a long-term relationship for eight years. And during that time, 
it was trying to teach me a lesson on trying to love myself first rather than trying to get love from outside sources and getting the validation from outside sources. And I didn't learn that until after the relationship was over. So April 2020, I decided to leave this relationship I wasn't happy in. And why wasn't I happy in this relationship? Because I wasn't giving myself the things that I needed to be happy. Therefore, I wasn't ever going to be happy in that relationship. People don't realize that your happiness has everything to do with how your relationship turns out. You being content and happy with who you are as an individual and knowing who you are and not allowing people to tell you who you are will only translate into the relationships that you have because everything is a reflection and a mirror back to you on how you feel. So if you don't feel chosen, you're not going to be chosen. If you don't feel worthy, you're not going to be worthy. If you feel ugly, you're going to be ugly And it's going to be mirrored back into your reality. So anyways, um, I left that relationship in the beginning of 2020. And I went through another transformational journey um, up until this point where I had to sit with myself. I lived by myself now. I had to sit with myself. And deal with all of the shit inside my head of like, okay, this is not your story anymore. You are worthy of all of the things that you want, all of the things that you desire. You have to sit back and realize that it all comes down to you being happy with who you are first before getting into a relationship before calling in the things that you want to call in, like the the money and the the great job and the great, you know, friendships and the great, you know, life that you want and desire, it all starts with you. So changing your self concept, your self um, perception Loving who you are first is the first step to changing your life. And in order to do that, there are many different ways, but you have to really sit with yourself and understand why all of these things are coming up. Why do you feel a certain way? Why is this emotion is, you know, coming up this way? Why do you feel that you're not worthy of being loved? Why do you feel that your legs are too ugly to show? Why do you feel like you need to sit down and get to the root of why you feel certain ways? And until you do that, and you sit with yourself and you're like, damn, okay, this is why all of this is coming up, I, eh, and I can change it, right? So that's what the realization was for me. It was like, well, shit, this is why all of these relationships in the past never worked. This is why this last relationship didn't work out 
because I still had all of this underlying crap that I needed to deal with and I needed to pull to the surface and I needed to get it out. A lot of journaling, reflecting, meditating, and all of that to get to the point of like being able to finally look in the mirror and say, damn, I love exactly who you are because you are true and authentic and you shine like no else. Like you finally are able to see clearly that you don't need to change for anybody at that point when you love yourself, when you get to the root of everything, you finally realize that there's nothing wrong with you, there, that you are perfect the way you are because there's no one else like you and you are here for a purpose. You're here for a bigger calling and it takes a lot of tears and grit and determination to get to that point. But when you do, you're like, damn, I can be happy by myself, be happy and fulfilled with just me and not having to have that outside validation. Because you have you for the rest of your life, right? You're not guaranteed your partner or friendships or family or anything. You only have you to deal with, right? So loving yourself is the first key to opening up all the doors in your life. Loving yourself will be mirrored back to you in your reality, right? You love exactly who you are and you're not going to allow anyone to tell you who you are or what you're doing or why or anything because you know who you are and you don't need to change for anyone. If you don't love yourself, who's going to love you, right? Loving yourself also makes you more magnetic to all of your desires. Loving who you are exactly. And what I mean by loving yourself makes you more magnetic to your desires is the fact that when you love yourself and you know your worth and you know you're worthy of every single thing that you desire, everything is just more in flow. It allows other, it allows all of your desires to flow in. I'm a big believer in manifestation. You can manifest anything in your life into your reality. I have done it. I do it every single day. You're manifesting 24-7 and your thoughts manifest into your physical reality. So if you have thoughts of lack, if you have thoughts of doubt, if you have thoughts of being left, if you have thoughts of being cheated on, if you have thoughts of like, I'm not good enough, that and that perpetuates in your mind, you are going to continue to see that in your reality. However, if you love who you are and you know you're worthy of, you know, the money and you're worthy of the love and you're worthy of, you know, the great friendships, you're worthy of the amazing paying job then you will see that reflected back into your reality. So until you can take the step to do the work and really get down to who you are, then nothing will change and loving yourself is all you need. So all of that being said, I created a 21-day self-love challenge to help you improve the relationship that you have with yourself. Uh, it starts on August 8th. It is live every single day for 21 days. If you can't make it live, the recordings will be sent 
and you'll get an email every single day of the 21 day challenge to help you improve the relationship with yourself. There will be a lot of tears and a lot of joy and happiness and just like a lot of things to overcome. But you'll see at the end of the 21 days, your life will be transformed. There will be journaling, automatic writing, meditation, yoga, um, breath work, different styles of movement, exact dancing, you name it, we will be doing it for 21 days to help you move the trauma and release it and start loving who you are regardless of what you look like and what anyone else thinks. All right, so that is my bit for today, (laughs) my episode on self-love being the best love. Loving who you are is truly the magic key to pulling in all of your desires and being who you truly want to be. So changing your mindset, getting to the root cause, start loving yourself instead of putting yourself down is really going to transform your life regardless of what you want to call in. All right. I am getting out of here for today. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and you took some key takeaways from it. And I will see you all next week. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me and tune in next week when we discuss all things manifestation. If you have been looking to uh, transform your life and manifest anything your heart desires, because you can, this will be the episode for you. I'll see you all next week on the Intuitive Mindset Movement Podcast.